ladies and welcome back. This is Moni Millares and we are in Celebrate You, the podcast personal development for the career and entrepreneurial woman. <laughs> so today we have a special guest and we have uh, Jonas Shelbat. So before I go into Jonas, hi Jonas, how are hi, you everyone. today? Hi Monica. Thank you so much for being in the show and taking the time. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Um, so just for everyone to know, uh, Jonas, Jonas, actually, Jonas and I, we met here in uh, KL. Uh, now he's in Denmark, uh, but it, it's a long story. But uh, uh, we met in meditation class with his wife. <laughs> This was like months ago. We go to what's called like sound meditation, sound bath or gong meditation. And we met there. Then I've been to their wedding as well. They've been to my place like for lunch. So like we've been like friends basically, but I was telling him, <laughs> yeah, I was nice. telling him just now that it's like, I've never asked him all these questions about his entrepreneurial journey. <laughs> mm -hmm. So today is the day. Um, so just to introduce you uh, a little bit to Jonas, uh, exactly. He's originally from Denmark and he'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, but he's got like a long <laughs> history on entrepreneurship as such. I assumed it was just his latest venture, but now I was like stalking him on LinkedIn and I was like, oh, wow, like he goes like <laughs> long time ago in the journey. So there's many juicy things that we can learn from him. So um, Jonas, thank you so much. And over to you. Probably sure. we'll start with the basics. Like, can you tell us a little bit about like who you are, basically? <laughs> right. Um, sure, sure. So Jonas, uh, I'm, I'm from a city called Copenhagen, which is the capital of, of Denmark. Um, yeah, I've lived I've lived a few different places around the world. Uh, had a, a I think an interesting journey uh, in in in, uh, in being involved in in, uh, in building some interesting companies. And um, yeah, outside of that, I'm a married man. Um, yeah. Hope that was hope that was an intro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Nice. Um, okay, so I guess like my first question to you is, how did you get into entrepreneurship as such? Sure. How sure. did you decide I'm going to start something? Right, right. So, so I, I used to have a job um, where um, I, I was part of building internet companies um, for other people uh, for, for, for a large kind of fund um, and uh, and have been doing that uh, for them in, in a few different places around the world and uh, yeah eventually I, I kind of stood in a situation where you know um, either I would continue down that path and and, uh, um, and continue or, or I would go do it for myself and uh, and inevitably I, I ended up uh, Taking taking the door of myself, so <laughs> yeah. Congrats! It's Thanks. it's kind of a brave brave move. Actually. Yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a roller coaster, but an an exciting one. Awesome, and just like following that train of thought, as in a roller coaster and bravery. Um, one of the things that people challenge, well, one of the things that goes through people's minds when they are exactly in that situation that it's like I have a job but I am considering you know like starting a business or just making the jump into proper entrepreneurial journey sure. uh, people fear that because well it is scary <laughs> right there's the right. statistics of uh, companies fail within like one year five years and then all the stories that we hear about like stressed entrepreneurs and not knowing where the next paycheck is coming from. Well, when you have a job, you have like the consistency of a paycheck. Therefore, that keeps people like stuck in their job, even though you're not, you may not be that passionate about it. Right. it What was going on in your mind like that made you push through those fears <laughs> and take the plunge? <laughs> right. I mean, I, I think, I think, so my situation was a little bit unique. Um, so, so first of all, I, I had I'd been part of of, um, of some teams where, where I was part of building some interesting internet companies. Um, yeah, these these companies were 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 uh, kind of rapid scale. Uh, they were huge budgets, so you know hundreds of millions of euros. Um, and and so not your typical entrepreneurial journey. 
So it's basically building companies with, with a massive budget. Uh, I would nearly want to say a license to kill. I mean, it was kind of the, the Wild West where, uh, you know, just test everything, do everything as long as it works uh, and evaluate it and let them scale it or drop it. Um, and, and so having done that in rapid speed, it was it was exciting. And, 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 and while doing that, I was, of course, was, you know, in a comfortable situation. I, I received a, a good salary um, and, and, you know, had most expensive paid, expenses paid for and, and so forth. So there was not much risk there. Um, obviously, taking the step out to say, should I do it for myself or not, um, was a little bit of a mixture um, of, of my circumstance at the time. Um, and, and then, you know, kind of a stoic approach towards it's, it's either now or I'm just going to be doing it later. And, you know, the sooner, the less risk, the less personal responsibility and so forth. Um, that was a long answer for, for yeah. <laughs> no, sure. no, that is cool. I was just thinking about it, like, exactly, like, the sooner the better, probably. Um, right. You were very young when you started, because, like, right now, you're very young. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah <I'm> <laughs> Exactly, yeah, so I'm like, when did you start? You were, like, in your early 20s. Yeah, I was, yeah. 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 I mean, so, so I had an early start. Um, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm quite privileged that I, that I come from, um, um, you know, I come from Copenhagen, Denmark. Uh, you know, we, 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 um, at least in my impression, we, you know, we, we, we start school a little bit earlier, finish a little bit earlier. Uh, I had finished a bit earlier. Um, so I was privileged in that sense. And, uh, yeah. And then I kind of jumped out on my journey. So, you know, um, I, I was young. I didn't feel young. I was arrogantly uh, old in my mind. <laughs> That's changed. But um, um, but I, I was I was uh, I was in the mindset of being Superman um, when when I ventured on that journey. Amazing. Somehow I do believe that you need to be in the mindset of Superman <laughs> to adventure <laughs> or Superwoman. Sure. You're like, sure. yes, we can. It's a mixture of. Uh, superwoman, superman uh, mindset, and the other one, it's kind of ignorance, right? right, right. <laughs> you don't I'm, know. I've, I've had this debate with a couple of friends, and and you know we've always, you know, we we're always kind of debating back and forth between, are you in a better situation? You know, who who is set up most to succeed? The person in their mid thirties who has you know a depth of experience and and is a bit more wiser and so forth, or the young kind of. Uh, in le less experienced, more more inexperienced, kind of hungry gun, and and you know every time I, I feel we come to the same conclusion, which is when you are younger and less experienced, um, you have that as a negative. But one of the benefits or one of the positives you do has have is you have the ability to work. So I mean, you know, look looking at me, I mean, I could run sixteen hour days. And and when I say 16 hours, I mean with intensity, no lunch breaks, none of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I could I could work six seven days a week with heavy you know things that I just simply cannot do today in in, in the same right of mind. Um, and 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 so we we you know we're always ping ponging back and forth. And and I think the ultimate conclusion we always arrive at is if you're building a company with a lot of funding or a lot of money where you can hire people, then you're definitely better set up with, with more experience being in, you know, your mid thirties. But if, if you are kind of low funded, a lot of it is, is grinding and, and you gotta, you know, you gotta be the secretary, you gotta be the CEO, you gotta be the sales guy, you gotta be <laughs> the yeah. whole, you know, the whole, the whole row, uh, you know, that, that, that 20 something year old, um, yeah, seven out of 10 times simply just wins. Um, that's my, yeah. my biased conclusion. <laughs> Yeah, when you ask the question, yeah, I definitely was, yeah, the hunger, hunger to, hunger, right. hunger to whatever drives you, sure, <laughs> right? Sure, sure, Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think when you do it with a, you know, when you have a lot of money, you have the ability to hire a lot of smart people, and then it's more about, you know, guiding them in the right direction and setting the right frameworks for them to succeed and, and measuring them upon that success. Um, but obviously, mm -hmm. if you don't, if you don't have a lot of money, you need to you need to pull a lot of threads yourself and, and that's hours and hours and hours. Um, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So what, what drives you? Because like entrepreneurship, just like you were saying, it's not easy as in you have to, even if it's a well-funded company, like sometimes you have to do like very long hours, uh, use multiple hats, learn new things. And when it, sometimes it does get tough and you're like, Ugh! 
And I find that in those moments, like reconnecting to what's important to you and what drives you, it's what keeps you pushing. Otherwise, right. it's right. easy to just like give up. I, that's yeah. my, my, my perspective. Um, what's been driving you? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, so I, I think I think when I was younger, I was less conscious of it. Um, you know, I, I, I thought I would tell my I, I think I would tell myself that I was conscious of it or, or you know, I, I, I knew what it was. But 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 as I've gotten a bit older, I'm, I'm I, I think at least I'm more conscious of it. Um, so, so there's ultimately two things that really um, make me continue and, and make me enjoy this journey, uh, which I think is the most important uh, part. Um, the first is I like solving problems. Right. Mm. Um, you know, you I, I, I think like you could put me in a factory uh, that produced ball bearings and and, <laughs> and I would find <laughs> it's probably one of the most boring things in the world you could do. Um, but but, um, you know, I, I think I would find an extreme amount of interesting. Um, yeah, interesting things uh, that, that, you know, you could optimize and and work on and, and, and solve and improve and, and create and so forth. Um, so I, I think that's the first um the second is i i i'm extremely um i guess i wouldn't say driven but at least energized uh, by working with really smart people um mm, yes um you know i'm 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 extremely blessed today that that um so so i, I have a business partner in, in in the current company i i run and um and i'm extremely blessed that 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 for the last many years i've been the one kind of heavily involved uh, when it comes to our, our product um side of things uh, and 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 uh, and having that privilege i get to work with some really incredible um engineers um you know yeah, yeah. um whether you know that's whether it's project management product management uh, design um you know whether it's coding um these are just people who uh, at least in our team are, are highly intelligent uh, they are uh, extremely interesting um yeah um just, just admiring people and, and that that kind of uh, makes me want to wake up every day and, and spend time with them it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like being a football player and and um you know one thing is you love the sport right uh, another thing is you love who you play with um yeah and and i just i just love playing with 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 top performers and people who also are excited about learning and and, and growing and, and improving Yes. And I think that's such an important point. Like for me too, it's like, it is very, very important who you're working with yeah. because it's like, you're building a company. Like when I, when I joined my first fintech, uh, one of the, uh, actually the first, the first employee slash co-founder Ruth, uh, she was like, well, when I met Ricky, the founder, she was like, I interviewed him like so much because this is like a marriage almost, <laughs> you know, right. like you right. have to go through so many things together sure. and it's like the ups sure. and the downs and you're building something together. So the team, like the team to me is like so important when right. building right. something. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what I, it's like, I was talking you <laughs> on your LinkedIn page, like, your current company, uh, Umai, mm -hmm. basically it's it's a software company for restaurants, and you're improving kind of the whole the journey, the end-to-end -end journey for both the people, the restaurant owners, and the customers as such. Sure. And then there is a video in your LinkedIn page um, that it somebody asked you something around the lines of how did you get started? All right. And you tell a very interesting story about hiring your first. Uh, developer, basically engineer. Okay, <laughs> right. I've, so, Mike, mm, go on. Yeah. So, so, what I wanted to understand it's more like your mindset around the practical sides of getting started, because like you've not only started like a company once, but like you've gone through a journey of starting companies like multiple times. Sure. So there must be something in you that it's like, for example, and I would love you to expand on the story on how you hired the first developer. Sure. But it's like, yeah. there's something behind that mindset that even I, I was like, oh, of course, that's so smart. Mm. <laughs> like, right. Right. That's a good way to do it. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a bit of background. So, so I think I think what you don't find on my profile um, is is that I started another company, um, which which I actually I think I owned it 
uh, well, right up until the Corona crisis started. Um, so, so first thing I did before I, I started, uh, you know, my, my, my first venture on my own um, was I, I created a, a, an event company. Um, I realized, you know, I, I had money in the bank at the time. Um, but at the same time, I also realized that that having money in the bank is, is, is basically having a, a clock. It's just ticking. Right. And, and so I had the yep. ability to go out and raise more money from others, which which, you know, would, would mean I give percentages of ownership and and all this kind of stuff up. Um, uh, but 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 I, I wanted to explore if I had the ability to first create a cash flow machine that could fund, um, you know, trial and error, trial and error of, of, of the project uh, I was about to venture into. And so I created um, Malaysia or Kuala Lumpur's first pub crawl. Yeah. Uh, which is basically a bar. Tool. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got it set up within. I think it took me five days of work, uh, literally, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, and, and became a, a basically a pretty good cash generator. Um, I think I ran it for roughly a year. It cost me two two days of two days of the week where I ran that on the side, um, and and then I, I I basically hired someone and, and kind of managed the outsourced it, and um, yeah, and, and owned it for 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 a good number of. Oh, what are we talking? Eight years, something like that. Um, and, oh, and wow. was, yeah, yeah. Um, just ran in the background and, and kind of paid some bills, <laughs> but um, but but it, but of course that that kind of died with with the whole Corona crisis. Um, so 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 that that was that was that first. Um, your specific question was was then how did I get started with the current venture and and how you know what was the mindset of of getting the first engineer on board? All right. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's an interesting story. We 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 realized that you know what we're going to be building is uh, is a technology company, and so the most important thing is that we can control the creational process, right? So we wanted to avoid the pitfall of, of going out and hiring some agency or some external engineers um, that build it to for us, and and you know they just hand it off, and then six months later we realize all the issues in the code and all those other things, right? And I don't want to get too yeah. technical for the people who are not deep in this field, but but you know wisdom words here. Don't do that. I agree with you. I agree with you. Get your own guys in house who, who have the same long term interest as you. I don't just want to build some quick code and hand it off to you and get a paycheck. Um, but guys who are who are going to be stuck with the shit they build six months later, twelve months later. Um, that, that's my advice. But but yeah, I mean we we you know my, my background was was in finance and. And, and a bunch of operational stuff and, and marketing and whatnot and, and had less of a, of a technical background. Um, so coding and, and, you know, building software architecture and all that stuff, even building a, a technical team was, was so foreign to me. And so I realized, okay, you know, I'm, I, I, I can sit down for X amount of hours and I can recruit people and I can tell a great story and I can get people excited, right? Um, but, but I need somebody to find or build this for me, right? And so, yeah. so we went out, we started recruiting. Um, and, and we did that with a, a, an aggressive mindset. Um, so we, I it was 15, 16 hour days, uh, finding people. We, we actually found someone, I think it was, we're talking five or maybe three days or, I mean, it, don't quote me on the numbers here, but it was very short from when we started. We were very blessed. Um, we then also realized after we spoke with this person, how in God's name do we ensure that this person you know, can code <laughs> and are not just talking a good story, right? So we needed somebody to vet them. And um, and that meant, holy crap, we need we need somebody to go and, and test them, right, uh, technically. And um, yeah. and so we sat for the whole day on LinkedIn. I, I think we started in the early morning. And, um, and I think I went home from the office at maybe 1 a.m., something like that. Got a phone wow. call around. Yeah, got a phone call around. Probably it was like, Five minutes to two uh, from one of my colleagues who said, Jonas, I found a guy. Um, he's he's a CTO for, for a company in Germany. He has 200 engineers working for him. Um, he's ready to have a chat. Let's speak with him now. And, uh, you know, we were bootstrapped and, you know, we had our own cash involved and, and all that stuff. Um, I jump on a call with him now, basically right after he spoke with my colleague. Right. I, yeah. I tell him I tell him what we're doing and what we're looking to do and we're passionate and all that stuff. Um, and then I explained, you know, what we, we basically don't want to get uh, or don't want to make a big mistake. So, so we need somebody to help us vet that this person is, is right. And um, we explain we don't have any cash. And yeah, and, uh, and this guy, I mean, God bless his soul. I believe he felt our passion and 
Yeah, um, he basically said, I will do it for free. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so, so, so he, he helped us out and, and interviewed a lot of candidates. Um, and, and finally, he recommended us one candidate who, who we ended up moving forward with, um, which, which uh, yeah, I'm going to mention his name. His name is Abhishek, uh, he's an incredible engineer. Um, and uh, yeah, Abhishek joined us and, and uh, then the journey went on from there. Amazing. Right. So what do you think about, because I, I've, I've had this debate with people like in the past few years. Sure. Uh, there are some people that believe that to have someone, let's say like in this case, help you out for free is almost impossible. I believe that people help you out because A, they are kind and B, they are passionate about this and they want to get involved as well. Right. What's been your experience about people kind of volunteering their work for free? Right, right, okay. yeah, great question. Helping you out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so, so I think a lot of people have, have helped us out. Um, also, you know, have helped me out personally in my own career. Um, I, I, I think uh, who wants to help and, and what they want to help with and when they want to help, um, you know, differs from person to person. So the why differs. Um, I think there's different variables that impact that why. So, you know, this could be variables like um, you know, how experienced are they? Um, you know, if, if they have 15 years of experience, it's very different than maybe someone who just came out of school and is a bit more hungry. Mm -hmm. and, and how many other things do they have landing on their plates? Yeah. So if you're speaking with a 60-year-old guy who's on the board of, of 10 different companies, he might be willing to help a little bit less <laughs> or at least yes. a bit less of his time or her time um, than, than someone else. So, so, so I think it really varies from person to person. But, but, but um, some people do it because they're just amazing and, and their heart is in a good place and, and they, they just like to pay it forward, right? Um, some yeah. people have, have received a lot of help and, and they just want to give back. Uh, I'm, I'm genuinely one of those people. Um, um, you know, some people realize that if I help now, then maybe also the future, there might, you know, something interesting come out of this project, right? Um, yeah, and and yeah. I could get involved. Um, you know, some people believe in karma. I, I, I think there's there's various reasons. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's an amazing, I'm like, that's an amazing answer. I'm like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Building on top of that, I think, well, you and I share kind of, um, I don't know if it's a belief or just like a passion or something that it's kind of personal growth. And like, sometimes we've had conversations about like mentors and like people right, that right. we follow, uh, who, how have you found your mentors and who has helped you out? How, how do you approach that topic and who do you learn from and how do you bounce your energy sure, with sure. other people? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so I've had, you know, I've had many, many, many mentors uh, throughout life. Um, I, I, I guess there's been less of a of a formal uh, element in it, and and you know, um, and it's just been more natural. I've always been a person who seeked growth or sought out growth, and and I think people who who are in the same mindset also always are excited to help. You know, a younger version of themselves or. Uh, you know, a young person who's hungry and interested in growing. And so, you know, I've, I've had various ones. My, my sister's ex-husband, I, I think, uh, was, was kind of the first person who really uh, helped my mindset. Um, so, so I'm, I'm from mm. a little bit of a of a rough, uh, I, I guess now it's it's not very much of a rough area. Um, it, it's kind of a, I, I guess, a little bit more influential area now. But but when I was younger, it was, it was a bit of a rough area where I grew up. Um, in, in Copenhagen and a lot of the people from this area become cooks or they become carpenters mm. or, or electricians or whatnot and, and and you know it's 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 less common that people go to university and, and enter business and whatnot and and so he was really um, I'm half Icelandic and, and he's he's from Iceland and, and I would see him once one to two times a year and he would always put in my head you know uh, when he would take me to to nice restaurants or things like this he would always mention this he would say when when the bill came you know, I was a kid, right? But when the bill came, he would always uh, ask me, Jonas, do you know how many hours you have to work behind the frying machine in McDonald's to pay for this meal? Every time. Um, every oh, wow. Single, yeah. Every oh, wow. Single, so he did it in a kind way, right? But but he was constantly yeah. framing my mindset around these amazing things that you get to experience. Do you know what, how, you know, do you know how to achieve those? Do you know how to access those? Um 
And, and he was always comparing it to, to you know, the frying machine in, in, in McDonald's. Like. McDonald's. <laughs> um, right. Wow. And, and we're talking hundreds of times. Um, so, 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 yeah. Um, outside of that, I've, I've had lots of exciting people. Um, um, you know, I, I used to. I, I used to sell over the phone uh, when I was around 15 years old. Um, I, I used to call people up and sell them uh, newspaper subscriptions. Um, and, and I had some amazing managers and coaches at the time who, who were quite growth-oriented. Uh, I, I actually saw Tony Robbins for the first time when I was, I think I was 15 uh, in Copenhagen. Oh, you were very young. I was young. I was extremely young. Um, but uh, but but pretty, pretty. Uh, I, mean, I was very growth-oriented. Um so yeah, I've met, met a lot of incredible people. Um, there's a, there's a guy named Mass uh, Mats, uh, who's a Danish guy who really had a heavy impact on me. Um, he he had somewhat of a similar background at the time. Uh, I, I was studying at at, uh, at high school. I, I was going to like an English uh, at the time it was the only English speaking high school in Denmark, and it, it was kind of a business high school. And um, and at that time, I, I was selling over the phone. I was very very interested in becoming a person who taught others to sell over the phone. And, and the big challenge mm-hmm. I had in, my, in the current company I was in was they, they didn't hire younger people to train the older people. You know, imagine like a 16-year-old um, going and training a, a 31-year-old. You know, there's just a power dynamic. And, and so the culture in that company uh, was just not allowing it. But then this guy shows up at, at my, my high school and he has this talk in front of, what was in that room? 500 people, something like that. And, and, you know, he, he, he walks through how you can achieve A and B and C. And um, he'd studied at the same high school. He, he wasn't a top performer. He'd gone to, to Copenhagen Business School, had, had completed it very, very quickly. And then he, he was one of the youngest people ever to get accepted to uh, MIT's MBA program. Um, I think he was 23. When oh, he- nice. Yeah. And, and he was at MIT at the time. And, and he, was, he was back home in Denmark and, and doing this talk for us at, at, at the high school. And um, and at the final, you know, his journey had been like he went to the high school, he 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 was selling on the phone, then he became the guy who taught people to sell on the phone. So it's very you know same shoes I was in. Um, he uh, you know studied in Denmark, then went abroad to the U.S. to 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 study. At the time, um, I was very strongly considering uh, going to either, either New York or Boston to study um, after after high school. And so you know a lot of elements were just pinging and. Um, yeah, and interestingly enough, I, I, I was I was going to reach out to him. So at the end, he he put up his contact details. And I figured, you know what? It's 500 people in this room. This guy's probably going to be, be bombarded with messages. Um, so, uh, so, so I, you know, I waited, basically. Um, I wrote down his contact details, and, and I waited. And I waited six months. Um, and I figured, you know, now I'm going to send him a message because now, like, you know, all those people, you know, those messages would have dropped off, and and now I'm I'm, I'm you know sticking out of the haystack, and and I sent him an email, and and I think within ten minutes I get a reply, and the reply did not answer any of the questions I had in the email. It was a very short reply, and it just said, Jonas, why did you first write to me now? Question mark. And, oh. uh, and I, yeah, 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 and and I reply and I say, well, actually, you know, I wrote to you because you know I figured that 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 you know probably a hundred people would write you and and I would just kind of fall through the cracks uh, or at least not be noticed. So so I, I figured it would be best to wait six months. So so I had more of your attention span. And uh, shortly after, he wrote me another email and said, Jonas, I'm in Copenhagen next week. Let's meet. Um, so yeah, really cool. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he he's Super a great guy. Cool. Um, uh, I, I think I think he showed up at, at, at my school. We had a little bit of a chat. Uh, I was kind of explaining what what I what I what I wanted to do. Um, while I was explaining that, he he extremely uh, rudely uh, picked up the phone and, and 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 made a phone call. And I was kind of I was just baffled, like, wow, okay, this guy, <laughs> yeah, this is pretty 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 crazy. You know, I'm, I'm talking here, and he just like picked up the phone and and uh, and then and then when the guy answers the phone, I, I you know I realized that he actually called his old boss, and 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 then he. You know, basically said, uh, you know, last time with a guy, uh, he'll be perfect for you. You should have a chat with him. Um, so really cool. Um, so, oh, wow. So, you know, I, I can keep going, right? Uh, lots lots of different other mentors in my life. Um, uh, lots of incredible people. My business partners has had a had a huge impact on, on, on my, my mindset around being a good human being. Um, you know, about, mm-hmm. about myself for meditation and, and various other things. Um my, my wife uh, has has had an incredible uh, positive um, 
uh, impact on me. Um, you know, call 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 her my mentor uh, or, or my life partner. Um, but but lots of different exciting people um, who taught me different things and, and who teach me who teach me different things daily. That's amazing. Yeah, right. you've been blessed was long. by so many people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, it's amazing. Like you've been blessed by having like so many people help you out since you were basically sure. a kid. Sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome. Like... Yeah. The power of, of, I do believe in the paying it forward kind Love of it. the, yeah, it does. It helping like someone very young with a little thing then results in someone like you, for example. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is cool. Um, I'm very interested to know, like, in all your years of, of experience, what are the top lessons? Not not the not the top lessons in entrepreneurship, but just like lessons either entrepreneurship or life, but that you wish that somebody told you before. Right. Yeah. Um. So professionally and personally, those are those are those are two very different things. Um, you know, I, I think I think I'll, I'll go with the professional part, and, and you know, you, you you just let me know if you want to hear about the personal too later. Um, there are so many lessons or so many things I wish I knew earlier, um, but I think some of the um, some of the deeper or more foundational ones um, um, apply. So, so when I was younger, I was extremely ambitious. Uh, I had a mindset which was uh, my way or the highway, um, mm. which, which um, you know, didn't didn't always result in, in the best outcome. Um, I, I had a hard time understanding how other people saw the world differently and had maybe other priorities in life. I really had one priority, which was professionally succeeding. <laughs> yeah, <Right>? yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I wanted to play in, in the Champions League, and and, and and that was my singular goal. Uh, there were there were very few other goals, um, and and so um, many times I, I ran into conflicts with humans who um, who did not have the same um, identical um, ambition or goal within that field. Um, so so this this came to to you know it often stood out when it was around uh, my own project yeah so building my own company. Um, and and you know obviously this was my baby or is my baby and um, and and very much in the early days I, I had a hard time understanding fully how a lot of the people I worked with were yes extremely ambitious and extremely hungry and all that you know all that but sometimes uh, of course they they weren't as hungry as I was so well, you know for, for me working four a.m. in the morning I mean we we had some days I remember once where where I sat with some some incredible engineers. Um, and I think it was probably 4.30 in the morning. We'd been working all day. Um, and, and I tell them, guys, I'm just going to have a little nap here. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, th three hours later, I woke up and we, we were all just laying there on the, on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 you know, that was kind of the mindset I was in and, and, and a mindset I was in. And I had a very hard time working together with people who, who weren't in that mindset. And sometimes that that. Uh, both that was it was just wrong and, 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 and long term as well as short term it was it was not it was not the right approach to have um, um, very often it created more damage than benefit um, mm. I, I think you know when I was younger I thought that was something that was needed today I realize you know it's not people have different priorities and, and, and different things that are important for them and we work extremely hard and we sacrifice a lot uh, when we need to but we don't always need to um yeah and um you know and, and and as long as we're achieving the goal then there should also be a little bit of flexibility uh, on both sides um so so i think that's one of the things I, I would have loved um to 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 have ingrained in my in my mind earlier i think i you know i, I worked with a lot of incredible people and some of those people um you know the ending was was not as good as i would like it to be um some of those mm. people I, I care deeply about, but but today probably they wouldn't think that I cared about them based on 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 the friction that happened at the end of their time working with me, um, which is a little bit sad. But you know, we live and we learn and we improve and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I, I think I think that's cool. Important. Yeah, there's probably lots more, but uh, okay. 
<laughs> yes, of course. No, but that's a very, very, very powerful one and important one. I could, I could see you. <laughs> I, right. I could see that persona. Right. Like I've seen that persona before, especially yeah. like it's going to sound weird, but yeah, especially in like young men, like under 30, yeah. you're like, oh, they have that thingy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, yeah. I can picture that. <laughs> sure. sure. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, and I think like we're we're getting towards the end of, of, of the session. It's been super amazing. But uh, before we wrap up, sure. um, I would love to know what's been kind of the biggest challenge that has shaped you in these past years? Right. What's been the biggest challenge? There's been a lot of challenges. Um, I, I, I think, you know, my journey has been an interesting journey. I, I think I went from from flying high in the sky with, with just always succeeding uh, professionally um, to then suddenly, you know, I, I, when you build a company you, you or, or companies, you, um, the reality is you're, you're just going to, you're just going to meet a lot of walls where, where you just can't always succeed. And, and sometimes you can get over those walls or over those hurdles. And sometimes you just got to pivot, you know, and, and go around it or, um, you know, go somewhere else, right? And accept that that, that wall you're not going to get past. And and I think that's been a humbling experience. Um, mm. um, I've also realized throughout that that you know you 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 um, how do I articulate this correctly? You have the ability to move forward, yeah. Um, if you just um, step back and, and figure things out. Things you know, pain, pain yeah. will come short term, but you, you can move forward. So some examples will be in, in my current company. We've had two situations where we could not pay salaries. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, today I mean we're we're flying high and su succeeding drastically and and all that stuff uh, and and things are going amazing, right? Um, you know, one of the reasons I'm in Europe, uh, expanding our business here. Um, but but we had two two separate uh, periods where where we couldn't pay salaries. Um, one of the periods was uh, over, I believe, it was over six weeks, over one and a half month, where the staff did not get any paycheck, and there was no light at the end of the tunnel of a paycheck on the way. Um, wow. At the time, our team was was relatively international, so I think we had people from a bunch of different Western countries, but also, um, you know, Central Asia and, and, and East Asia uh, countries. So, so everything from like, uh, yeah, to, uh, I mean, places where people are not blessed with the same security um, as, mm. as, as you would be in, in, let's say, Western Northern Europe. Um, yeah. So people whose lives heavily depended on this paycheck, and if they did not receive it, would have to go back to their own countries and debt and, and all kinds of painful things. Um, And, and these situations, you know, th those those were, uh, it's probably why I have so many gray hairs on my head as a, as a 31 year old. Yeah. <laughs> but but these kind of situations, I mean, they, they, they you know, the, the, those were some of the ones that, that just taught me a lot. Um, hard work, um, you know, biting through the pain, having having a cool head, um, you know, just just really problem solving and figuring out how do we do this. And, and then really, you know, just playing playing with open cards with with amazing people around you and, and explaining them the situation and then allowing them to choose whether or not to proceed or, 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 uh, or call it a stop. So, um, you know, had, had, I think had I given up in those instances, as, as I think probably a lot of people would, um, then yeah, I, mm -hmm. wouldn't, I wouldn't be in the situation I'm in today. Um, um, yeah. Is this going to be the last rocky road? No, probably not. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, it was painful at the time. Looking back at it, it, it you know, it's a blessing, right? Um, yeah. Why didn't you give up? Well, I mean, I, I think there was just, I believed, I believed that the business uh, was valid. Yeah, I believe that what we were doing, there was a need for. Um, I believe that if we had more money, so if someone had given us a million dollars at the time, then, you know, this business would be moving forward. We purely needed to figure certain things out and, uh, you know, cash uh, in the bank which which is what it you know costs to pay people's salaries and expenses and all those other things just weren't really there um i believe that we could uh, find people with money at the time and 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 explain them you know about this journey and, and and about this future and 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 that there would be some of them uh, some of the people we would meet that would say hey i also believe that this would be a huge future opportunity 
and uh, and I would love to 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 put some money in to, to you know have a piece of the pie. Uh, I believe that was possible. I also believed it would be possible to to keep the team members on board mm. because they also believed in it long term. You know, I I think most of the people that I've that I've worked with during my own uh, you know my own ventures, um, all of those humans have always had the ability to get better paid jobs. Always. Um, we've been extremely selective in, in how we've hired hired throughout the years. Uh, I think I think you know we, we've I mean I mean we, we've had interns from like Cambridge University. We had a guy who, who was studying rocket science uh, who was the only person wow. Cam- yeah who was the only person at Cambridge to get a, 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 a basically a scholarship to go to the U.S. on an exchange program one year. They send one student a year, um, and this guy came back for two internships. Came back a second time. And brought his girlfriend along the second time. Um, so, so you know, most people that that we've worked with in, in this journey have always had better paid opportunities, but but have come for some other reason. Some of them, it's been you know a percentage because they wanted to work abroad, and, and others, it's been because they wanted to work with us, and, and others because we've, it's been exciting projects, and you know. Um, so yeah, I, I I believe that it would make sense to continue. Uh, the alternative was not attractive for me. Uh, which which would be go get a job at, at that time. Mm. Um, so um, and and then and then a lot of people relied on us. You know, a lot of people relied on me, and a lot of people relied on on my business partner. Um, and and I was not going to let them down. You know, simple as that. Um, yeah. Awesome. I love it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like it's so interesting. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then. Like, if I make it a little bit more personal, uh, mm-hmm. like, yes, you're super young, but you are about to become a dad. Like, you'll be a father very am, soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Congrats. Thank you. Yes. Have you given any thought of, on how becoming a father will change your views on? how you work, the hours that you work, uh, even like women in your team, uh, all of that. Right, right. Um, It has. um, First of all, it's given me perspective. Um, Prior to having a pregnant wife, um, I, 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 in general, I think I, I, I do not work long hours compared to what I used to, but I do think I work long hours compared to what normal people define as long hours. Yeah. Um, so I think a normal, a normal human being would not be uh, happy with, with the, you know, working the amount that I do, uh, unless, unless, you know, they, they, they were deeply passionate about it. And so um, the perspective I've, I've received of having a pregnant wife is obviously that this is not sustainable with a child. Right. It's, it's simply, it's simply just not, um, you know, it's, uh, if you want to have a life with um, both, you know, I guess at the office and then at home with your child and your partner and then also separately at home alone with your partner because, you know, you also do need that alone time, um, that, that that will be a hard um, thing to achieve with, with, with the amount of hours that I currently work Um so mm. that also means that if I wish to retain people in my organization that have similar ambitions of having kids, which I know, you know, some of my, my current colleagues do and so on, I mean, there just has to be a flexibility around, you know, how they adjust their schedule, right? Um, you know, that's both working less, that's also working on different times and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, so, so yeah, that's that's been a really big opener uh, for, for me. Um, I, I also think it's, it's given me perspective in, um in, in what's important in my life you know i think i think one of the things that that i loved about being a younger person was um i had very little responsibility right so mm. remembering you know back in my teenage years and whatnot um or, or even kind of early 20s I, I was very much in a rush to get to the next step do the next thing and so forth and um and looking back at it now and and, and so you know Having said that, I started a company at a very uh, early age, and, and and that's just a lot of responsibility, 
You know, when the baby cries, I mean, you, you know, you stand up when there's a problem with the company. You, it doesn't really matter if you're at a dinner on a Friday evening. Uh, you know, you, you, you just leave the dinner. Uh, unless you want to you have your company, a.k.a. your baby died, <laughs> right? The baby's yeah, crying, yeah, you, you, yeah. you give it attention. Um, and so that was just a lot of responsibility. And, and I think one of the things, you know, I would love to do differently if I could was was I would love to just slow down a little bit back then. Um, specifically, you know, probably take a year, go travel, something like that, right? And, and you know, life is life. And I, I got other benefits um, by, by not doing that. And so that's absolutely amazing. But 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 I think having a pregnant wife has reminded me uh, of that. And, and that also mm. gives me the perspective that that I would love to avoid um, losing the, the early years uh, with my child. Right. Yeah. So if, if you if you think about how much time, let's say with you and your parents. If you think about how much time you spent with your parents throughout the years, you could probably attribute that 90% of the time of your of your parents and your time spent together was spent while you were still living at home, right? After you left home, probably only 10% of the time you guys had together, you know, has, has happened and will happen until they, they, they pass, right? And so if you think about it like that, you got to flip it around and say, okay, you as a child, do you remember when you were three? Do you remember when you were four? Do you remember when you were six, eight, ten? Probably not, right? Even as a 14-year-old, you probably only remember, you know, two percent of the of the memories with your parents, something like that. But for your parents, I promise you it's not like that. You know, they, no, they, they remember, remember the they moment, remember everything. 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 Right? everything. And, and so that, you know, if, if you consider that 90% of the time that, you know, you're going to have with your child is, is in the first X years, right, until they, until they leave the nest, uh, you know, you better also, if you have a head on, right, and, and you know, you, 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 you want to value, you know, if you value that time, you better also optimize your life accordingly, um, right? Um, and, and so I'm just very conscious of that and, and I, I don't want to lose out on these next years. Um, I, of course, also, you know, I'm, I'm still going to achieve all, all the, uh, all the professional things I, I, I would like to achieve. Um, but, but of course, different, different strategies uh, and frameworks have to be applied for, for how I approach this. Um, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> now you sound wiser, <laughs> even <Right. laughs> even wiser than like six months ago when you left. Yeah. <laughs> <KL>. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, you do sound like a mature, changed man. That's cool. That is cool. That is cool. I'm still a child inside. Don't worry. That's good. That's good. I think we. It's good to rem to keep the inner child alive. Absolutely. Yeah. My uh, my niece was telling me so. So one of the beautiful things about being back home in Denmark is, you know, obviously I, I've been gone for many years, so I haven't had a lot of time with with my sister's children, and um and and I was I was in the car a couple of weeks ago with my niece and nephew, um she she's eight he's ten um and and um you know they're kind of excited that that I'm having a girl and all that, and and I asked them so what do you think about me being a dad, and um and they say we think you're going to be a fun dad. And I'm like, what? Okay, oh. why, why, yeah, why am I going to be fun? And um, and and she says, because you always buy ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, 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 the brain of an eight-year-old. Um, but my nephew, who's turning 11, he says, Jonas, you're always laughing. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you're always laughing. Right. I mean, obviously, the professional Jonas is very different than, than the personal Jonas, right? Of but, course. But I, 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 deeply, I deeply hope that, um, that I will keep laughing uh, together with my own child. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm. That awesome. is, like, so beautiful. I was about to ask what's next, blah, 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 blah. But I think what you just said, it's just, like, Absolutely beautiful. What's next? Just like continue laughing and continue laughing with my child. Right, right. I'm like all the love and blessings <laughs> towards that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's absolutely awesome. Cool. Cool. Well, it's been an amazing chat. I think I could go on and on and on and on. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's been lovely having you in the show. Mm -hmm. um, just as a final, thank you. As a final uh, kind of a remark, catch up. Um, 
what piece of advice could you give to someone who's think who's in a job currently and who's considering getting started? Who who's considering to start their own? Yeah. Right. I, I think I think it depends very much what they're considering to start and and why. Um, you know, I, I think I think there's two different types of businesses. Um, you can start a, a very quick cash flow business, um, which, if you execute it correctly, uh, very quickly can bring you the lifestyle that you want. So let's say it could be opening a restaurant. You know, you could very quickly go from let's say you work in a restaurant, you're a head chef or your manager, you know, if, if, if you, if you, if you get the right people on board and, and the funding and all that stuff, you can very quickly within four months live the same lifestyle, at least financially uh, as, as you were, you know, uh, in the job. So very, very little risk and so forth. If you're building something that, that might require uh, more years before you achieve, uh, you know, financial security and, 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 you know, maybe also time-wise uh, balance and, and all that, then, then I think, you know, there's a, there's a different mindset to have and, and you really got to ask yourself a lot of different questions. Um, the most important is, is why do I want to do this? Yeah. Um, and, and does that benefit really outweigh the cost? Um, mm, right? That's a great um, question. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes the cost is deeper and sometimes it's not, but, but it's really important to understand why am I doing this and is it worth it? Uh, in other words, um, yeah, and, and from there, you know, um, from there, there will be a million more, um, you know, if you're yeah. listening to this and, and you really are considering starting your own company uh, or, or going on your own venture, uh, do, do feel free to reach out. I'll, I'll, I'll always, you know, jump on a call or reply emails and, and, and help you where I can. So. Thank you. Thank you so much. Where can people find you? Um, oof. I, I, I think email would be best. Um, I, I do have a LinkedIn, but um, I, I have 50,000 people on there and, and I get 100 spam messages a day of people trying oh. to send me things. <laughs> oh. um, but but good, yeah, give, give me a shout on, you, you can try LinkedIn, Jonas Shelbat, uh, so J-O-N-A-S-C-H-E-L-B-A-T. Um, otherwise, you can catch me on my email, which is, which is my first name dot my last name at gmail.com. Oh, that's easy. Very easy. Amazing. Cool. cool. All well, right. It's been super amazing talking with you. <laughs> yeah. uh, sending you a huge hug to you and your wife <laughs> all you. the way to Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, have an amazing rest of your day. And for our listeners, hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. And I'm assuming Jonas did as well because we were both like so into the conversation. <laughs> uh, sending you a huge, huge a hug and tons of love all the way from Malaysia through all of Asia all the way to Europe crossing the ocean to Latin America and covering back to Africa uh, oh. so tons of happy vibes for everyone and I'll speak with you soon next week thank you guys bye bye bye, bye everyone bye